We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. So, Audrey, last week I promised we were coming back to the Energy Innovation Center, hanging out with People's Gas to make this show happen, where we're looking at the intersections of technology and energy at the Energy Innovation Center. In the Cavestro bright room. I know. Sometimes it's hard to let them out. I'm just saying. I get okay. excited when I leave the sometimes cube. I get very excited. It's just so hard to let them out. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't love hanging out and doing these types of things. We do. It's such I a love fun being time. Here. I do too. And so, who do we have in the house today? Yeah, uh, Jeff Nair with People's Gas. Jeff. No stranger to Tech Vibe Radio. That's right. Yeah, we did it a couple of months ago. We've had you on the show. So what's new? Uh, Peoples is still pursuing combined heat and power systems, helping customers. CHP. CHP. That's right. Helping customers save money, but also helping the environment and helping resiliency so they stay up when the power's out. So can you talk about that a little bit? Give us a reset so our listeners can can know what is Absolutely. The building here that we're sitting in has two microturbines in the basement. And what CHP is, is basically... You're taking electricity okay. and also generating heat at the same time. Okay. So the heat off the microturbines are heating this building. The electricity is powering the building. And actually, in this building, it's CCHP because they have absorption chillers and they're cooling the building Whoa. as well. Let's get the extra so what does it for stand that? for, in case our listeners don't know what that means? Cooling, combined cooling, heat, and power, CCHP. Okay. You pass the trying, test. We are just trying to be cool. Like you are. <laughs> exactly. I'm that's down, all I I'm, down, I'm down with it. Are you down with yeah, it? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. But this is a fantastic space, and they do a great job with energy, making it efficient, making it something that Pittsburgh can be proud of. It's a showcase to show how it can really work and how it does work in so the real world. So we will see that in the marketplace, right? Yes. And I would consider this place an early adopter because they're already right. doing it. And yeah. so taking people to show... You know, half the battles, first adopters have a hard time getting over the wall to actually implement. Here they've actually implemented, so we can show them somebody's using it today and they're successful doing it. Well, we're in an exciting time here. Absolutely. Price of natural gas can't be any lower than it's been. Um, a lot of stability in the energy market as far as pricing. Tons of it right under our feet. Tons of it under our feet. And, you know, folks want to improve the environment, improve efficiency. This building's lead platinum building, and basically it's the best showcase you have for this type of technology. Absolutely. So, Jeff, last week we were talking to your boss, Morgan yep. O'Brien. He was on the show. And we were so pumped with the way he wants to embrace innovation. He wants to embrace change, embrace technology, and just, just stare it head on and welcome it. And this is proof of it. This type of a project is, is you know, you're not just a traditional gas company. We're just going to sell you gas. Absolutely. It, it's going all the way around like this. I think that's so cool. Absolutely. And when you look at the gas company, you could sit and wait for somebody to build a steel mill or a power plant or, you know, for a residential lot plan to be developed. Or you go out to the marketplace, you talk to your existing customers right. and find out how they can use more of your product. Exactly. So that's what makes us excited is introducing the cross-section of technology and the traditional gas utility, serving the customers with natural gas. Promoting technology actually promotes using more of our product, but also promotes savings for our customers. And so what, yeah. do you, what do you think people who are like not part of your business world, what do you think they really need to know? 
and they might just not even understand? Um, I, I think what they need to know is that the technology is existing. It's been around for a long period of time. Just look at Duquesne University, who's been doing the same thing we're talking about in this building for over 20 years. Oh, really? So Absolutely. they're going 20 years well, what are they back. Doing there? Wow. Um, they have a combined cooling heat and power system. It's a turbine, but it's of a larger scale than what's in this building. It's actually five megawatts. Um, Duquesne University provides all their heat for campus from this generator and 70% of their electricity. That's impressive. It's impressive because they did I mean, it 20 years ago. And they did it 20, they did it 20 years, years ago before ago. all the cool kids were doing it, right? Before the price <laughs> of the gas dropped to right, the bottom right, right. where it is today. And I asked the folks at Duquesne, I said, you know, you've kind of built out the campus. You have redundancy. You could go away from CHP at any time. Would you choose to do so? Like, nope. And they said... We appreciate where we're at. We appreciate the value that it brings to our campus, and we consider it a value to have that on our property and continue to use it. So it's exciting stuff. Oh, without a doubt. But being the leading edge there, you know, Duquesne University, um, universe, IU, Indiana University of Pennsylvania, IUP has a cogeneration plant, and you see a lot of universities coming down that path wanting to do that. I love it. That's why we love doing the show, to be able to put the spotlight great, on. I didn't know that about Duquesne Me University, either. so thank you for sharing that. Are there any other stories you think people need to know about? Um, it's really around the savings and around the environmental impact. And the okay. environmental impact is you have one combustion process, meaning your engine is being driven once, firing once. So instead of having a boiler and then some remote power plant working on coal or gas or oil, now you combine it into one. So you have one emission source versus two, lower emissions, better for the environment. All the way around, so cool. And that's why we're excited to be able to spread this message, work, partner with People's Gas. If you go to peoples-gas.com, you can learn all about it. Terrific. Because I, I, I just love it. I think it's so great. And to be here at the Energy Innovation Center, where it's being showcased, this is why Pittsburgh is moving ahead these days. People Absolutely. are paying attention, and it needs companies like People's Gas. Thank you, Jeff. To make that move forward, man. Thank you so much for having me. I think it's so, so cool. So, Audrey, we have a great show in front of us today. You know, as we're here, we get to stretch out, nerd out, talk to all these great companies. Trying to do a little bit of a deeper dive into what's happening in the energy sector. Exactly. Appreciate that. So, on on today's show, we're going to be talking to um, Watt. Watt Energy. They got some great stuff that's happening on. We also have uh, Latham Street Collins. They have a neat project they're working on people with people's gas with, which is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I tell you what, man, it's too much fun. I love being here. I do too. You know, I drink, lately everyone's been talking about the whole Amazon bid and all that type of good stuff, and, and that's all fine and dandy. And I think that when Amazon was looking around for the top twenty. They see facilities like this. They see the collaborations that are going on with things like people's gas and with the innovation economy around here. That's right. I think that's something that this, that's kind of playing into making Pittsburgh. Well, I should. I mean, when you think of any new company that would come into town, would be right. a big consumer of energy. And uh, so I think it would be pretty important that we showcase the diversity of our energy here Absolutely. and the kinds of things that we're actually literally and figuratively sitting on. And, you know, I think what we hear from the leadership of People's Gas is the time is now. Exactly. So That's what, oh, geez, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stab myself with a pen here. There, they could do a physical injury so in Tech 5. I was, I was pointing to Jeff. I was going to say, as Morgan said, there's like a five-year window for some of these things to, for some of these things to happen to really make it go on. So, sure. Work harder, work faster. We are. <laughs> we're, we're excited about the future, and we're excited about the folks that you'll be talking to and learning more about this. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We, we, we think it's so cool all the way around. And to remind everyone, the Pittsburgh Technology Council, 
35 years doing what it has been doing. And it was great. We had the original CEO, Tim Park, stop by our, our offices uh, just this past week to kind of give a little bit of a history lesson. And we learned some things are exactly the same <laughs> 35 years later, and some yeah, things are drastically different. To exactly. be able to take that vision and continue to drive right. it. Right. So we're proud. We're not finished. Exactly. And we're proud to have 35 more years of, well, of, of, of working with this. And, and we think it's a great. And remind everybody if you want to get all the tech news, you want Tech Vibe Radio podcast, you want to learn more about you know, how, how companies are working with People's Gas, go to pghtechfuse.com. It's our new media hub. We've got podcasts, we have articles, we have features. You name it, we got there, and it's new, fresh content every single day. So anyhow, we're taking a quick break. We are coming right back, I swear, with more Tech Vibe on our neighborhood tour at the Energy Innovation Center with People's Gas. Learn more about us at pghtech.org, People's Gas, peoples-gas.com. Welcome back. So glad you can join us tonight, Friday night, Tech Vibe Radio here with the neighborhood tour hanging out with People's Gas peoples-gas.com. This is Jonathan Kirsting. Yeah, and this is Audrey Russo. Audrey, ah, I'll tell you what, I love that we get to leave the confines in the studio, stretch out the Energy Innovation Center. We are. It's so cool. In the Cavestro Bright Room, talking to some great people, doing cool stuff at the intersection of technology and energy. And we have one such guy right here. We have Will Allen with us. Will, thanks for stopping by and hanging out with us. Well, thank you for having me. And you are from NGH Energy. Well, yeah, that is a portfolio company that I've okay. invested in okay. um, from Nason Group Holdings. So NGH ah, Energy gotcha. is um, mainly an engineering firm, but um, has a capacity to um, you know implement technologies, smart technologies, and, uh, and, and the built environment. So, you know, it's a great company, um, you know, very new, um, very young, but, you know, we're looking to make some strides so you know I'm, I'm more of a strategic partner okay and, yeah but uh, there's a good story to you so let's let's get the whole okay story. Yeah, i want the whole will <laughs> I, want, the I, want whole the, I want the story. whole will allen story okay the okay. will allen story because yeah. you didn't really just all of a sudden one day wake up no i was asleep i was asleep for a long time you were asleep you I was were like for uh, a long what time. is that called rumpelstiltskin something yeah. like that yeah. or a bear hibernating a bear a bear i can go with that very very relatable there you go yeah um you know Come athletic background, played for the Steelers uh, for six seasons, 12 seasons total in the NFL, and uh, I was always had an interest in the energy sector and, you know, the and what technologies were available um, and, and or, you know, that I could invest in in the energy sector. And I, I just really didn't know. Very mm-hmm. was very green. Um, was just fascinated about what the, the, the business of energy um, could bring. Okay. Um, so, very you know, cool. I, I went on a few uh, internships while I was still playing. Which is cool. Yeah, I was, like that. That's awesome. Great. I no, really very, did like yeah, that. Was that was fun. the one thing that I liked. He was yeah. just, you know, and there's no generalization right. against anyone that plays sports, but sometimes it's just not part of your trajectory to be a part of trying outside of your world? Uh, yeah, you know, right? it's, it's so... Am I saying that correctly? You are. And sports is very insulated. It's a, it's a, it's a bubble. Right. And, right. Um, you know, but it's, it's a great bubble. You, know, you make good money. It's you make a great a lot, bubble, you make, right. you, make good, you make a lot of people happy. Yeah, and, right. you know, enjoy it. But mm-hmm. you don't get to experience the real world. Right. You know? And it's also very finite because right. careers can be very short and yep. lots of life to live afterwards. And so being right. able to do what so you're doing now is so cool. You know, internships. Yeah. makes himself... That, that is kind of crazy. So, I think yeah, you're like a Pittsburgh 
Steeler. But, but, You're like, but, but I'm also the NFL be an does offer that. <laughs> yeah. The NFL yeah. does offer that, but yeah. the likelihood of people taking advantage of it right. has not been that high. Yeah, there's okay. there's fourteen hundred, I believe fourteen, I believe fourteen hundred uh, NFL players, okay. and and each of our cohorts through the NFLPA only had about twenty to thirty stu- twenty to thirty like players actually Think about that. participate. I mean, it's, it's wow, really, that's it's the, yeah. less than those numbers aren't very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it was great. To, um, you know, partaking. I had a great experience working mm-hmm. on Capitol Hill and the Energy and Power Committee, nice. and then um, working for um, a utility um, na- National Grid in Boston. So um, it was great. It was, it was a great experience. And from there, my mind was just you know just the light bulb went off. Exactly. Like, well, what else right. could I do? Very How cool. you know I'm, right. I'm I'm a smart guy. I have, I have right. a, a decent network. How can I really activate right. what right. I've just just a little bit of that I've learned? And um, over the years, I've just been. You know, it just kept scratching the surface, kept scratching more right. and, you know, doing some more education um, um, and continue education and putting myself around intelligent, smart people and right. people who have the expertise. Because yeah, I, I don't matters. have the answer, right? I don't, right. I don't claim to have it the matters. answer. I just want to be around smart people. Nothing wrong with um, that. And we can build together and grow together gotcha. um, and do, do fantastic work. So. And so where do you see some of the real opportunities, like in technology and... Well, in the energy space, right. you know, I think it's the it's, it's maximizing the opportunity of renewables and, and alternatives, um, and creating kind of this smart solution um, that that um, I don't think is novel, but that we've already kind of tapped into. You know, making solar panels uh, last longer or making their shelf life and ROI yeah. to be more efficiencies, to, yeah, more, efficient, yeah. more efficiencies right. in the business. And we talked about uh, you know people's gas and CHP uh, technology. I think right. I think combined heating power. Um, it's, it's a tremendous technology in the energy space, um, you know. Absolutely. Because you can, you can, it's very versatile. You know, people's like, oh, you know, it comes from fracking or it comes from this. But no, you can, you can pull gas, biogas. Right. We from actually landfills, had we had Montauk you know? Energy on the show that, that works yeah. with Peoples a few months ago, and they're capturing gas from landfills and putting yeah. it into the grid. Yeah. I mean, and come I, on. And I, I think that's awesome. And the cool part about CHP is that you know you can do re, uh, waste recovery. So all the all the energy that's wasted can go right back into the system and be reliable right. for whatever um, sector that it's, that it's providing energy. So I think, you know, that's a great technology. Um, and I think finding a combination of how all the technologies flow together exactly. is a really missing so piece. So it's not, it's not so one like silver bullet. Like the enterprise bullet, solutions that we see yes. in technology everywhere else. Yeah. We don't have the integration. No. Um, so what are you seeing when you're out there? Like what? <sighs> we're So what I'm seeing is a lot of competing interest, <laughs> you know, a Shocker. lot, a lot, yeah, a lot of competing interest. Gotcha, right, gotcha. Um, and, and a lot of, um, for lack of better words, municipalities and institutions that really don't know. It's not their business to, you know, learn how to integrate systems, energy systems and technologies. It's very new. It's very new. Technologies are... You wouldn't think it is, though. But, you know, you wouldn't. Right? I mean, because some of this technology, quote-unquote, in energy is old. It is. It is. But as I think as new technologies are starting to, you know, become more prevalent, um, you know, 
you're used to what you're doing. Like, so if you're an academic, you're focused on research and building academia. So when you know power systems go down, you're the one to blame when it's not really your responsibility, um, but you're held accountable. So why not rely on you know? Let's let's talk about data integration data infrastructure, storage of data, right, right. Um, and the, the action items that that that, that, that are um, associated with that. Then you talk about HVAC, IoT, and lighting technologies. Then you talk about energy right. source. That's where the opportunity is. Yeah. That's the All thing these that things. gets me they come together. So there's, right. a, there's right. a lot there to uncover, but they all, to me, are, are, are um, somewhat associated with each other because they all incorporate. Right, but every very often people are just working on siloed solutions. Exactly. So what's your, so at NGH Energy, is it an investment company? Is it an advisor? Um, I'm an advisor. Right. You know, I'm strategic. But, you know, it's, it is to find solutions to, to break those silos, right? Okay. To, work, to make the systems work more collaboratively exactly. and succinctly. Okay. So that's, that's kind of our goal. Um, and we, and we kind of part, mm-hmm. we, uh, we, we, ha- we make, create partnerships in those spaces because we, okay, we don't claim to know everything, you know? So we have to build okay, the partnerships and, and, and excel and, and, and Pittsburgh's and a good town it. to be in for this. So because, is there a website yeah. that people can Yeah, I mean, on? you can go to uh, Mason Group Holdings com or okay. nghenergy.com okay. um, and then you'll learn more and uh, discover more and you know and hopefully we can find some way to collaborate and work we're going to keep our eye on you you're not a native Pittsburgher right I am you are you are no I'm not I oh. thought you said am I oh. living no, oh, no no no, no. Yeah. I'm a native Ohioan okay that's I'm what from, I thought I'm from Dayton Ohio but I went Pittsburgh's to the, your home now, I went to though. the Ohio State University that's, that's what right. I thought the Ohio State. I caught you there <laughs> but Pittsburgh is my home now absolutely I we're glad we're glad you're here we're really glad to be here we're glad to be here thank you for taking the time with us really appreciate it we'll be watching you awesome appreciate it and I think it's time for us, JK. Yeah, we got to wind things up and get on to our next segment. It goes by too fast. Anyway, we're taking a quick break. <laughs> we're coming right back, I swear. Lots of Tech Vibe Radio coming your way. So happy to be partnering with People's Gas here at the Energy Innovation Center. An honor to talk to great guys like Will who are making Pittsburgh a better place, man. Making Pittsburgh pop, man. Thanks, That's I what it's all it. about. Just trying to do my part. That's all. We dig it. So, uh, learn more about the Tech Council, pghtech.org. We'll be right back after this quick break. Thanks for keeping your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, you know how much I love it when we take the mobile field unit and set it up in a location in a neighborhood and talk to the people that are making things happen. And we're doing that with People's Gas at the Energy Innovation Center. Having a good time. I love it. It's great. So we have two people here that are going to talk about some pretty amazing things that they're doing one step at a time. Exactly. And uh, I'm excited to hear about this and do a little bit of a dive. So please introduce yourself and tell who you are and what you're up to. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Arscott. I'm an architect from England. I've been living in Pittsburgh for 10 years, teaching at CMU in the architecture school. Wonderful. Welcome. Uh, My name's Kristen Hughes. Um, I've been living in Pittsburgh for about 17 years. And I am faculty at Carnegie Mellon School of Design, but also the co-director of our project, Latham Street Commons. Latham Street Commons. So tell us about Latham Street Commons. What is this thing? So Latham Street Commons is a crazy vision and dream that we have to really think about changing Mm -hmm. a community one small step at a time. It's a set of vacant storage garages. And we've been really trying to look at ways that we can improve the health of both individuals and community members. 
kind of at one all at one time. So we we have um, an idea for a workforce development program where we start to teach kids um, about life through baking bread. And a lot of it is teaching them a little bit about self-care, mindfulness, um, and ways that they begin to really think and make connections with the community around them. All around making bread. People around them. All around making bread. That's awesome. Um, Also... Pumpernickel? um, Maybe. And alternative ways of growing things and and learning how to care for one another. That's awesome. Very, very cool. So it's a it's a complicated project because we are looking at a very dilapidated building. This is something that's true all over Pittsburgh, that right. there are relics of a former era. This is in, in Garfield, right? In Garfield. Yeah. There's a backlands. It's 27 empty garages, which are pretty fragile. 27? Oh, so wow. think of all the different uses that you might be able to put a small garage. Right. Two, with an eye on innovation, and we are taking the first ten garages and putting the new kitchen into that space and thinking from the bottom up about how we service something which is a bakery and a teaching space. So we've right. had wonderful conversations with People's Gas about what's the most efficient way of yeah. using energy. Right. And we're connecting the um, use of energy for heating and cooling and running ovens. I sense there'll be a fuel cell in your future, right? Well, there's it's combined heat and power. So CHP, does it yet? CHP Absolutely. is being militarized. And it, of course, in Europe, it's been used in big districts. Okay. For instance, in Denmark, it's the most common form of public housing heating. You join buildings together mm. and you collect the yeah. heat and the cooling right. and make an energy efficient story. Huh. Well, we're planning to do it on the, in the tiniest scale. So we're looking at using the um, uh, um, water from the roof to grow our plants through a hydroponic system and we're using the CO2 from our CHP system to be able to promote the growth of our um, salad greens and mm. right, all right, right. vegetable growing. So it's somehow joining the bread and what goes in the sandwich. We're making the... A full meal stuff. happening <laughs> here. <laughs> You're making me hungry now. <laughs> Very hungry for so grilled how cheese. How the two of you get together yeah. to try to spark <laughs> and, and, and where did you find this place? To say we want to actually do this. There were 27 garages. Yeah, I have an idea. Let's put a bakery there. Well, it had a flat roof. That's the thing that gave us the biggest idea. It had a flat roof, and we thought this is a hot spot. This is a great place to grow vegetables. And we, for one summer, we climbed up a ladder and grew vegetables. A lot of them. Oh, really? As a test. Nice. So, what did you grow? Every, just about everything. Everything, you everything could. with a different name: aubergines, courgettes, things that. Are <laughs> okay. How about tomatoes? A lot of tomatoes. We have a ton of tomatoes. Tomatales. You can have a sauce factory there if you wanted to. So, as we're talking to you, is there a website or anything? There is. Um, it's LathamStreetCommons.org, and street is abbreviated. Um, and I think you know one of the wonderful things is really. A lot of people say, you know, why don't you pick this up and move it to other communities? And a lot of what we've been doing is is really trying to understand a place and the history of a place and the stories of the people and how the stories of the people really impact the design of a space totally and the types great. of services and needs that you provide to people. And we've been, you know, this kind of slow design. So for two years, we've really been trying to figure out 
how to make people feel very included in the process. So it's almost like the opposite of the world that I live in. It is totally opposite of the world we live in. Like I'm slowing down (laughs) as I'm listening to you. Exactly. And it's helping me. Oh my goodness. It feels therapeutic, right? Because Jonathan and I, we live in a world where it's like within one day. Yeah. Yeah. Things get changed in one day. We talk about like there are companies that are going to be billion dollar companies we don't even know the names of them now. Right. And they're going to be alive and thriving in three years. And now I'm listening to you where you're going back and you're, and you're connecting. Connecting and, and we also want to connect through a generation so that the people involved are both the children who grow up with the project and the uh, elders of those families who come okay. and take part. So How are the, you capturing yeah. the stories? In very creative ways. Yeah. We've, um, we ran a pilot last summer where we did sort of a test um, project called Mile a Minute Films. So we worked with our population. We're going to be working with 16 to 22-year-olds and really took them through a journey, really similar to what we described for our program, and had them retell the story through films. So Very cool. You know, and it just kind of, again, like really using creativity to help capture the kind of flavor of the place. So we bring a lot of our kind of arts background into everything that we do. Um, and then partnering with people like People's Gas exactly, and right, PWSA right. and scientists and teachers, you know, they kind of keep us really grounded. And they're like, you know, Aww, we go why? off. And- <laughs> That's not really fun. That's horrifying. You know, we got to learn some things as we go on. We are all learning. We're right, all learning. So what's I mean, it's a community of learners. Right. Um, what a surprise the both of you. How hard it is. Uh, this is how hard the project is massive. to kind yeah. of get oh off goodness. the ground. Yeah. And, how um, tiny it is and how hard it is. Yeah. For something that's supposed to be so small in this micro thing, but no, it actually has it such has an impact and must be so difficult to get all the ends together to yeah. put them there. Well, and I think that's what that's the beauty of you know this relationship with Peoples and some of the work that we've been doing with PWSA is that you have these large corporations that are really f- like ab- far above the curve of some of this new technology and being able to sit down at a table with experts I mean we do truly become kind of a community of learners and to then For take sure. that knowledge and use what you know we do in our everyday life teach um, and figure out how to reteach that information back to the community uh, and it, it becomes a really interesting model that I think we can all learn from and, we need uh, to slow down we need to slow down yeah and and that's I think what's fascinating is that I you just realize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you start saying that she fast. Said, she said slowing down. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm doing no. it a few times. Um, yes, well, one of the, the aspects of slowing down is um, not uh, doing the first thing that occurs to you. So thinking more deeply about every step, which I think is what we have learned. We've had m- many sort of rushes at it. Right, and, right. And the people who've been involved with us on the board in the community mm-hmm. they've contributed so much the trainees who have worked with us last summer e- each time we have an engagement of en- envisaging it we gain a new piece of in- yeah. intelligence and so yeah. we should be telling people to contribute right yes we would love that yeah where can they <laughs> want so people if people want to contribute right they go I mean, to your website they can go to our website um, you know we're also looking I mean the one beautiful thing about this is that it's been um, powered by human energy. 
So we have emptied all the lockers out. We've gotten donations. We have, um, so you I mean, really done remarkable things with very little, but have learned so much about why a project like this will work and what it takes. And so, you know, a lot of times we ask people to volunteer time. So give us your intellectual capital in, t- in place of maybe the $100 you right. might charge for something else. So um, we've been really fortunate um, with just the power and passion of people who get the vision of the project. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at a place where we are looking for f- um, for money to buy mm-hmm. various pieces of kitchen equipment mm-hmm. and, um, and hire some people to help us kind of keep it afloat. And with wow. Pittsburgh's, obviously with, with its restaurant scene just going crazy and people really caring about eating, yeah. uh, eating good things that are, you know, yeah. that, that are raised, mm-hmm. especially what you're doing, it just seems like you should be getting so much interest in this. Well, and the, and the, hoping. And, and the ho- kind of the beauty is, it's like you're teaching kids how to bake bread, but you're also giving kids the agency to tell their story. Yeah. So what's wrapped around the bread is really special, you know. Exactly. And yeah. how do we connect with one another? Because we're all so different, you know, and and but also similar. Exactly. So right. we start it. to learn something very new about someone that you maybe never paid attention exactly. to. Exactly. So we got about a minute or minute or so left. Just anything else that people should know about this? If people want to donate, they want to participate. How can they reach out to you guys and say, "I want to help"? But we're um, making many big grant applications at the same time as we're asking for small donations through the website. So I think that at, at, at um, any level we could do with some resources. Very cool. Excellent. And give us the website one more time so our listeners So it's LathamStreetCommons.org L-A-T-H-A-M-S-T-C-O-M-M-O-N-S.org Very cool. And you can read about our story and see some of the amazing people that have really had a hand at building this vision. Exactly. I was clicking through your site and there's lots of great stuff on there. I think it will inspire a lot of people. I'm very inspired. Thank you. We think it's awesome. I am very inspired. We're so pumped that you're working with people's gas to make this stuff happen. So all the way around we think awesome, awesome story. Really appreciate Thank you. you. We really telling appreciate us here on Tech well, We really appreciate you having yeah. us. Thank you. Absolutely. We enjoyed it. So we're taking a break. We're coming back with more Tech Five Radio. I swear, we're doing it here with people's guests at, interv- at the Energy Innovation Center. I can't go. I can't go. Fast, 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 fast. I can't slow down. We're taking a break. We're going away. Bye. This is Charlie Kirsten. And this is Audrey Rusai. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Thanks for keeping your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio as we bring you the Tech Vibe neighborhood tour with People's Gas. Go to peoples-gas.com and learn all about them. Making the show happen from the Energy Innovation Center, the good old EIC. Audrey, we love taking the show on the road, man. Love being here. Too much fun. Too much fun. Love the work that they're doing. Absolutely. And the best part about the show is we're talking to some of the companies that, that People's is working with and how they're able to interface and, and bring innovation and new technologies when it comes to energy. And we've got Watt Fuel Cell here. We have Kane with us today. Nice to meet you. Thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> so quickly, Thanks for the invite. Yeah, well, well, quickly, tell us about yourself real fast. Who, oh. is, who, is, who is Kane Finry? Uh, okay, so um, originally from the UK, not Australia. Okay. I, was, I, was, I couldn't figure out which one. Or I think maybe New Zealand. Well, you, you could go all three, I, could go I suppose. three way, right? Yeah, but UK, you, you where, where in the UK are you from? Originally from London. Yeah. Um, but I think over the years, my accent's kind of like mellowed down. It's mellowed so down. So it's kind of got that mix of like American, English, it is, right. sounds slightly Australian because I'm struggling not to be no, too Australian English. 
in, you got to really influx at yeah, the end. Well, exactly. that's it. You know, and I'm yeah. not throwing anything on the barbie or anything. Right. Like that, so what what brought good. you to Pittsburgh then? So actually, um, purchased uh, another technology company out in Pittsburgh, in um, actually Mount Pleasant, which is yeah. about. An hour, yeah. was it east? Going east from Pittsburgh. So, out towards uh, the Laurel Highlands. Yeah, you got it. Exactly right. So uh, Pittsburgh happens to be the, the original home of a particular technology that we work in. Um, so solid oxide fuel cells. Um, Westinghouse, who was you know, a small startup company in People Pittsburgh. heard of those guys, I think. Yeah, yeah I mean, they were out there yeah, a few years back. They're years a small back. startup company yeah. now. Right, exactly, exactly. exactly. So <laughs> you know, in, in my industry, whenever you opened up a textbook, anything about fuel cells, there's always a section on something called solid oxide fuel cells, okay. which is just a type of fuel cell. And you, know, you turn to that page, and the first 15 pages is Westinghouse. Interesting. Right, so Pittsburgh okay. is like the, it's right. like the home of the technology. We're the home of it. So what did you do? Thumb exactly. through some papers and just, uh, oh, Pittsburgh? No, no, no. So um, the, there was a company that was actually a spin-out from Westinghouse ah. um, that makes tubular solid oxide fuel cells. Okay. But they make big stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the company was up for sale. And we were actually based out originally in Long Island, in New York. And That's where I'm from. One, oh, there you go. Actually, we were in Port Washington, North Shore. That's where I'm from, Manhasset. No oh, small world. Jeez, look there at you this. Go. See, Pittsburgh. Our original investors from <laughs> Manhasset, which is crazy. But anyway, um, so yeah, we, we ended up getting a phone call from a friend of mine. says, hey, you've got to come down and see this, see this company. This is, you know, you're in solid oxide stuff. I don't really know what that is, but you should come see it. So we came down and saw it. Um, the guy who was in charge is uh, Owen Taylor, great guy. He's been in the industry for like 20-something, 20 25 years. Uh, original Westinghouse guy. Real passionate, you know, mm-hmm. loved the tech. Um, got me excited about what he was doing. And it kind of was a really good fit with our technology because we were doing solid oxide as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're sort of, you know, looking to close the company down, unfortunately. And how long ago was this? Was this, uh, this was three years ago. Three years ago. Wow. Okay. And uh, went in, saw him. We love the tech. And we're like, right, okay, we'll, we'll make an offer. And uh, one of the local guys from um, the town came in the township, uh, Jack. Vitalski. He's like the township supervisor comes in and says, I'm rolling in the town now. Right? Right? He says, oh, so who are you? I said, oh, I'm Kane. Oh, nice to meet you. He says, oh, says, oh so you're going to buy the technology? I said, yeah. He says, um, how do you feel about keeping it here? I was like, well, you know, we'd like to. Like, how do you like, feel about us keeping it here? <laughs> he introduced us to the IDC over at uh, Westmoreland, and they were absolutely phenomenal. Huh. And within, I don't know, maybe two weeks, they put together. You moved a, here? Oh, yeah. So I, I literally I came out for a two-day trip, went back, saw my staff, and I was like, so, how do you guys feel about Mount Pleasant? So, where is it? Well, is it? well, as the name says, it's a very pleasant place. It's a very place. pleasant place to be, yes. And uh, we ended up transitioning the company out to Mount Pleasant. Um, we, the IDC was absolutely superb. There's 40,000 cool. square foot. Oh, I know exactly part where it. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's old Lennox Glass facility. Okay. So we transferred all our stuff over here. Um, redid the plant. IDC helped us out with that, and it's been you know it's been a cool. great story. So you make sense. these solid oxide fuel cells. Yes. Yeah. What are these things, and how do they work? Oh. And 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 that runs on hydrogen. Okay. Um, and then there's a high temperature fuel cell, which is the thing that Westinghouse and stuff did. Okay. And that can run on hydrocarbon fuels. 
Right, so what's uh-huh. a hydrocarbon? Natural gas. Right. Propane. Right, that's how you work with people's gas, which we'll get to in a second. There okay. you go. Right, so the, the, the big He's difference there. Up for you. That's all good. Yeah. The, you the never big, know, and you might need a job, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the big difference there is, though, the one runs on hydrogen, the other one can run on fuels you can buy. Right. Right. Hydrogen's great, it's clean. It's hard to right? buy that, right? But you can't buy it anywhere. Yeah. Right, it's not like you can go, I'm going to go and buy a can of hydrogen. You know? Yeah, a can of hydrogen. I need a six-pack, please. A six-pack. Exactly. But if you've got a gas grill, right, you know where to get a 20-pound tank of propane. I go to Mr. Flame. And boom, you get, get your propane. Natural gas, people's, it's in your home already, so it's already there. Right. So for us, that was big. So the way this works is that a fuel cell, you take fuel, you put it through the fuel cell, it's a solid state device, and it enables you to basically take the electricity directly out of the fuel. Whoa. Without all the sort of mechanical stuff oh, that right. you have with a conventional engine. So it's wow. direct extraction. Right. right, so it's a lot more efficient. Right. So almost think about it like a battery, right. but rather than charging it up, you, put, you, feed right, you feed it you natural feed it gas. Feed How does it replenish gas. itself? You just keep you feeding it natural, feed natural gas. Feeding it natural right, gas. Right, and it just keeps putting that electricity out. Now, so you're taking natural gas and converting it to electricity. Right, that's it. That's but cleanly so, and efficiently. Right. So no knocks, no socks. Right, you're a lot more efficient. So if you think about it in terms of generation, right, we're all, we're all got that sort of you know we're connected to the grid. You got central generation. You can efficiently make electricity at that one point, but then you have to transfer it, right? Exactly. And you that's where all distribute. the boxes are. It's in the grid. Exactly. So what we're wow. looking at is we have a little box, sort of yay big. You can be able to put it in your house. I was going to say, right. So yay Right next to your furnace. You can put it right next to your furnace. Oh, the radio. It's like three foot by two foot. It's like two foot by about uh, one and a half inches. foot by about yeah. one and a half foot. So yay big. You can wedge it right next to your furnace in your hot water tank. You got it. You got it. You put a T in the line and plug it in your people's gas and it makes electricity for you. Wow. 45 dBA at three feet. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? It means it's about as noisy the laptop. Really? So it's really nice and quiet. Wow. Make sure electricity on site. And as long as there's gas coming in, you're getting electricity. And you've got no line losses because the grid is no longer part of the equation. Wow. So and you're decentralizing the grid a little bit because right. it's one less thing that's wow. dependent upon a whole other system to feed it in. That's now, the big, the big technology differentiator for us okay. is that solid oxide fuel cells, it's just a flash way of saying it's ceramics. Huh. Right. Scientists always like to have a you know an acronym for right. something, right? So all it really means is it's made of ceramics. Right. So if you're making cups, plates, bowls, they're all made out of ceramic, right? Ceramic manufacturing has not really changed much in the last eight thousand years. Right. right. If there's an archaeological dig, what do they always pick dig you up? Pit the pottery up. Pottery, man. right? Exactly. So it's all been manufactured the same way for that long. And that's a problem. It's always state of the art. Right. There's a lot of art involved in ceramics. So what that drives is cost. Right, because you right. can't you can't automate it properly. The big claim to fame for us is that we figured out a way to use additive manufacturing or 3D printing huh. to make Whoa. the ceramic components of the fuel cell. Audrey, this is why we you do Tech Five Radio to talk to guys like this. That's all I'm saying. Wow, very cool. So, so conventional process, yep. Conventional process could take hundreds of hours to make a single fuel cell. We can print a cell, start you to finish actually in three print minutes. The fuel cells in three minutes. Right. So that's driving the cost down. Right. You got it. So everyone can. So everyone goes up, can, quality goes right. up. So it makes it much easier for everyone to put one of these in their homes. There you go. Oh my goodness! This is so, and happening that's in Mount great. Pleasant. So what's on the horizon for you in the next year? Well, we're actually partnered up with People's Gas. Um, we're doing, which we're very excited about. Definitely. You always get that little bit nervous when it's a big customer. And That's okay. Yeah, you're like, wait a second. Now we, we, we can't screw this thing no, up. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're, doing a, we're doing a pilot program. 
So there's going to be a hundred, I believe it's a hundred systems that they're doing this year. But what at my house? I'll sign up. Well, as long as you want people's gas, I mean, I think they, they might take yeah. volunteers. Right. Um, but they're going to do a hundred units this year, and that'll be the beta pilot program. And as the beta pilot program comes through, then they plan to distribute these within their customer base. Right. And you too could have a, a yay big box in your a basement. Yay yeah. And I have plenty of room for it. I'd build a little cozy for mine. Stick it on top there to make it Done. look nice. No, you yeah. can have it in any color that you want. So exactly. what Designer colors. You? What shocks you about this part of the woods, living in this part of the world? What shocks me about living in this part of the world? Um... Actually, no, that, 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 there's, a, there's a good answer to that. When I first came over to the U.S., um, I actually came over to Buffalo, and then you know, I've sort of moved around, okay. moved around the country. This is always seen as like the, the, the Rust Belt, right? So you've got Pittsburgh and it Buffalo. Be, right? It used to be, right? And if you look at the amount of sort of innovation and new technology in Pittsburgh compared right, right, right. to some of these other places yeah. in the U.S. We're kicking butt, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Very really cool. Are. So that surprised you? It did. It did. Because, you know, for me, you know, we were out in, we were out in Long Island doing New York. You know, it's probably a sort of great place to be. But then you come out to Pittsburgh and you see the innovation and how quickly people are adapting to it mm-hmm. and actually embracing it. That's huge. Awesome. And that's going to be big, so and I think that's going to put us as a leader. Absolutely. So you have a website that people want to know anything about? Yes, it? uh, it's whatfuelcell.com. Just that's that simple. TV. That's it. Keep that's it easy. Simple. So we're going to be keeping our eye on you. Oh, we have to. Making sure that you're that's changing the world. Yeah, it's no. dangerous. We know. We we have a dangerous job. <laughs> and, and, and before we leave, I've, I've been, I wanted to ask you how many people are working at what? Uh, we are so twenty. What are we now? 24, 25? Fantastic. And we're going to be hiring. It's going to set. Yeah. So we, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, let's so know, we, yes, we've got a real mixed bag. We've got PhDs. We've got mechanical engineers, electrical engineers, wow. technicians. Awesome. Have you been down to their place, Rob? I've not. I want to go and check. Would you it like out. an invite? I would love to go to Mount Pleasant and check you guys out. Come on, an invite. Let's do it. Absolutely. Because this is game-changing stuff right here. Oh, you'll love it. Absolutely. And we're so we'll glad you stopped by. Come see it. You'll be in love once you've been there. Thank you so much. I know where to find you. I know where to find you. We'll make that happen. That was team. Energy. Yeah. That's it. Watch. Fuel cell. Absolutely. Changing the world. Good stuff. Audrey, I can't believe we have to wrap up our show. I know. I'm like, oh, so man, crazy. we've had the past two weeks we've been hanging out at the Energy, Energy Innovation Center mm-hmm. with People's Gas. Go to people-gas.com. Talking about what's going to happen right under our exactly feet and right before our eyes in the next five years. I find it amazing. I find it amazing, Audrey. And I've been thinking about the last thirty-five years the PTC's been in business. <laughs> you have been. We've been. I've been. I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think about the next thirty-five, or the, just the next five years. I think of companies like Watt that are in the region. Right. And I think about the Energy Innovation Center and all the guests we've interviewed. It's like. There's a lot going on here, there and is. there's so well, many don't stories. Don't let your we told. head explode. We'll be back. No explosions. <laughs> that would be messy. <laughs> we'll be back. But I just want to thank our, our hosts once again, People's Gas, peoples-gas.com, for making this whole thing happen. And learn about the Tech Council by going to pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at pghtech. This is Jonathan Kirsting. and this is Audrey Russo. Now go have an awesome weekend, everybody. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.